Bill O'Reilly here, Tuesday, August 31st, 2021. You are listening to the O'Reilly Update. Here's what's happening across our nation. The United States exits Afghanistan. Hurricane Ida causing all kinds of chaos in the eastern part of the USA. McDonald's may eliminate indoor dining to slow down COVID. U.S. citizens removed from Europe's so-called safe travel list. Also ahead, if you voted for Joe Biden, do you regret it? But first, after two decades, $1 trillion, approximately 2,500 American service members dead, the war in Afghanistan is over. The conflict spanned two generations of fighters. As of this year, nearly 25% of America's entire population was born after the September 11th terror attacks that triggered the Afghan invasion. President Biden will address the nation this afternoon. We will analyze that tomorrow. Hurricane Ida losing steam as it heads inland. The tropical storm now making its way through Louisiana, Mississippi, Alabama, and north before making a lot of mess in the Northeast. Despite being ranked the strongest hurricane on record to hit the Bayou country, the actual worst storm in the Gulf occurred in 1900. The great Galveston hurricane claimed the lives of 10,000 within six hours. McDonald's and other national restaurant chains considering a ban on indoor dining to slow the spread of the Delta variant the move would apply to states with a high rate of COVID. The sale of fast food up 25% since the virus hit last year. Data from the National Restaurant Association says Americans still feel more comfortable purchasing food from drive-in windows than going inside. McDonald's sells 3 billion burgers each year. That's 5,000 every minute of every day. The European Union removing Americans from the safe travel list, making it harder for us to visit the EU this fall. Travelers must produce a valid reason for going to Europe, including business meetings, visiting relatives, that kind of thing. However, more Americans did vacation abroad this summer. Top spots include Caribbean, United Kingdom, which left the EU in January 2020, and Canada. But not Hawaii. The island's bringing back the shutdown, and that will shut down business. In a moment, voting for Joe Biden. Was that a wise decision? Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD 
to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD or text GOLD to 65532. Time now for the O'Reilly Update message of the day. Joe Biden voters, what say you? As you may know, Mr. Biden received 81 million plus votes last November. And since he's been in office, things have not gone well. Afghanistan, the latest debacle. Right now, the polling average on Real Clear Politics says the president's job approval stands at 47%, but 48% disapproved, and that's a big drop since May. Now, in the summer of 2020, last year, I was on the beach with two friends, a liberal couple, and I was giving them some jazz about voting for old Joe. They were adamant because they despised Donald Trump. They hated everything about the former president. I told my friends the following, that Mr. Biden was essentially a weak man. That is a subjective opinion, but I have seen him in operation now for four decades. I believe he's weak. I said to them, look out for your wallet. He's going to tax anyone with assets to death. And Mr. Biden is indeed trying to do that. Then I said, do you really want a woke country? Do you really want no due process? Do you really want cancel culture? Because Joe Biden is not going to fight against any of those things. And then there is global warming. Uh, When I said global warming, their heads went up because they fervently believe that climate change is coming to get them. Now, Mr. Biden says he believes that too, and there is nothing wrong with that. The planet is getting warmer. But to essentially wreck an economy by raising all kinds of new regulations and taxes in a theoretical fight against global warming is destructive. If the technology is there, yes, you use it. But on a guess? On windmills? No. So I always keep these discussions with friends civil. I use a lot of humor in them, but I made my point that if they voted for Joe Biden and he won the presidency, there was trouble ahead. And after eight months of President Biden, I am proved correct. But I did not know, back on that beach in the summer of 2020, how bad Joe Biden would do his job. We have two colossal humanitarian disasters on our hands. The southern border where migrants are being brutalized by cartels in Mexico every single day. And of course, Afghanistan. We have rising crime in major cities. We have rising inflation. We have absolute chaos in many areas of this government. And a president who does not seem to have one solution to any problem. I'm Bill O'Reilly. I approve the message by writing it. For more honest news analysis, please go to BillOReilly.com. And you might want to check out Killing the Mob, a great end-of-summer read. 
In a moment, something you might not know. I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful, a lot of anxiety, and it's going to get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day and we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before and we can rise above again. Politics by Faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast. Politics by Faith. Now the O'Reilly Update brings you something you might not know. 133 years ago today, the body of prostitute Marianne Nichols was discovered in London's Whitechapel district. She had been slashed, mutilated, nearly decapitated. Marianne was the first confirmed victim of a killer dubbed by British newspapers Jack the Ripper. Here's the rap on Jack. In Victorian England, London's East End was a bustling slum occupied by more than a million of the city's poorest residents. Many women resorted to prostitution to earn money. In 1888, there were about 1,000 prostitutes working in Whitechapel alone. By the way, I attended Queen Mary College close to Whitechapel. That summer, way back then, a maniac began targeting women in the neighborhood. On September 8th, the killer claimed his second victim, Annie Chapman, and on September 30th, two more females were murdered and carved up on the same night. London's Scotland Yard believed the pattern was the work of a serial killer. The murderer hired the prostitutes, lured them to seclusion, then sliced them up. On November 7th, after a month of silence, Jack took his fifth and final victim, Irish-born Mary Kelly. Of all his victims, Miss Kelly was the most mutilated. The Times of London labeled the killings the Autumn of Blood. As quickly as the murder spree began, the Ripper then went silent. Four years later, in 1892, with no leads at all, and no homicides recorded, since that November in 1888. Jack the Ripper's file was formally closed, never to be opened again. And here's something else you might not know. Without modern technology like DNA, forensics, or even fingerprints, hundreds of names have been put forward as possible suspects. The list includes members of the British royal family. Others believe the murders to be the work of a satanic cult. But the true identity of Jack the Ripper will likely never be known. But his name lives in infamy. Back after this. Hey, this is Vivek Ramaswamy. The media has systematically lied to you. The Hunter Biden laptop story, the origin of COVID-19, the Trump-Russia collusion hoax, or how your money's being spent in Ukraine. Enough already with the lies. No more lies, hard truths only. That's what the Truth Podcast is all about. It's not standard conservative talking points. If you want that, go somewhere else. But if you want the hard truth delivered to you in a way that challenges you and will challenge me intellectually, you're not going to find anything like this on the internet. Subscribe to the Truth Podcast today on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thousands of animals are abandoned in the wilderness in America, and they need your help. I've partnered up with Delta Rescue 
the largest no-kill care-for-life animal sanctuary in the world. Founded by actor Leo Grillo, Delta Animal Sanctuary is a -a one-of-the-kind rescue. Trained attendants look after each animal, providing them with food, treats, toys, and affection. Also, Delta Rescue has an on-site animal hospital that operates 365 days a year. And unlike others, Delta Rescue believes in giving animals a right to life. They allow all moms to have their litters, then care for the entire family for life. Delta Rescue relies solely on donations from people like us to help fulfill their mission. Support Delta Rescue and put your legacy to work. Delta's tax-saving estate planning. Grow your estate while letting your compassion for animals live on well into the future. Learn more at deltarescue.org forward slash bill. deltarescue.org forward slash bill. Thank you for listening to the O'Reilly Update. I am Bill O'Reilly. No spin, just facts, and always looking out for you.